This is the Epilog Audio Experience. The language and content on this podcast may be unsuitable for certain audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to a special episode of Writer and Geek Show. Why is this special? This is an episode to celebrate the National Science Day, which falls on 28th of February. That's why it's a special episode, huh? I thought probably we'll release it without a number connected to it. Anyway. Yep. Yeah, we'll, we'll still need to see how it comes <laughs> out. But anyway, um, this is an episode just to, um, you know, remind everyone what is a contribution of Indian scientists towards the world, right? I mean, um, we always talk about Einstein and, you know, all the other popular scientists like Isaac Newton and all that. While they deserve, uh, you know, what they deserve, there are a lot of names from India that some of us either don't know or some of us don't really remember all the time, right? So just, uh, you know, wanted to um, take the names of a few of those scientists and, you know, just remember them for this day. Um, and why is National Science Day celebrated on February 28th? Because this was the day... When Sir C. V. Raman announced the discovery of Raman effect in 1928, okay. for which he got Nobel Prize in uh, 1930. Okay, I thought because 29th is not available every year, that's why. <laughs> anyway, so when you think about it, uh, one of the names that comes to our mind when we think about scientists from India is C. V. Raman. Yes, I think because of our generation, the generation we have grown up in. probably apj abdul kalam would be someone else yeah. uh, who would come in to Absolutely. our minds but the thing is who we learn about the most is usually cv raman yeah right? uh, that is because see he was a very respected scientist uh, he was a teacher and he was also responsible for you know uh, establishing a lot of scientific institutions in india and he also served as the director of indian institute of science in bangalore and was also the founder of raman research center now um how did he become a global phenomenon is of course through his study of light scattering when it travels through transparent objects right and raman effect is also quoted as a, a basic principle between you seeing blue color sky right hmm. so sunlight enters atmosphere and all that kind of stuff i'm not going into the science of it uh because um, yeah i don't think we are, <laughs> we might be qualified enough at this point to explain it so um he was he is one of the shining stars of indian uh, science and research and everything right uh, but if we so sir c v raman is someone who lived during the 20th century 19th and 20th century but we can trace the contribution of indian scientists back to you know maybe two or two two and a half millennia right even before uh, jesus christ so can i take a wild guess <laughs> are we going to talk about plastic surgery <laughs> we are talking of got to talk about plastic surgery Perfect. medicine then we are going to talk about uh, astronomy trigonometry um, you know i think we will include mathematicians as well because i believe that mathematics um is basically the core of science right so Absolutely. there's no science without mathematics so considering mathematicians uh, as a separate entity doesn't i, I don't see them as so uh, so we will uh, just take the name of few scientists you know remember the work that they have done and then uh, wind up the episode now that you mentioned uh, plastic surgery right um 
we all think that it's a very recent phenomena where all the celebrities started getting plastic surgery now it's not just celebrities now i think um commoners <laughs> commoners <laughs> friends <laughs> relatives everybody are getting plastic surgery but the person who is considered to be the father of plastic surgery was someone called sushruta he was an ancient indian physician uh, and i think he lived somewhere around 600 bc uh, so that's a long time like 2600 years ago um he lived in the city of varanasi in north india um not much information about his personal life because even if he had kept any diary at that point of time i'm not sure whether it we would have really obtained it but he is count, considered to be the founding fathers of surgery in india um lot of ground breaking contributions in the field of surgical procedures and he is also compiled a book called sushruta samhita in which he mentions lot of different surgeries uh plastic surgeries and also different kind of tools that he used to use for uh, uh doing surgeries at that point of time and um most of his uh, patients were soldiers who who were wounded in war and all that kind of stuff of course anesthesia was not a practice at that time but he had certain other you know uh potions which were given to the patients before he operated on them you know one thing that i've uh, read about um anesthesia is something which is pretty recent I I don't remember the exact date or time but uh either in the late 1800s or mm. like early 1900s is when uh right you know it was founded or invented or invented. invented I think right? before that it was just get the patient drunk yeah, out yeah. of their mind even even during uh, Sushruta's time yeah. it was like that right so they were they used to be given soma rasa yeah. right basically <laughs> alcohol so <laughs> alcohol and some other stuff and all that oh, but varanasi anyway, right <laughs> yeah so that uh, the, i mean he his book details all these but it was it was fa- it is fascinating to see that at that point of time um he really mastered the skill of uh, doing plastic surgery and i think um he also knew how to graft the skin take the skin from different body parts and you know put it on other places where their patients have lost the skin and all that kind of stuff and this happening 2500 years ago is like really fascinating imagine at one uh, one place during that time you know plastic surgery was happening proper sewage was there and then another place people are just taking a dump at a random place and using a brush to clean it right <laughs> that, so that practice went on in those places for next 2000 years that's so odd that's what <laughs> so yeah we were way ahead of our time absolutely um so yeah um that is uh, so you know i think he might be one of the earliest scientists in the list um you know making great progress in medicine at that point of time and um, you know uh, roaming around the topic of medicine uh, there was another prominent figure uh, his name was charaka he was mostly into medicine um, you know practitioner of Ayur- ayurvedic system of medicine and has made significant contribution in those days in the field of medicine and healthcare he was not into surgeries but mm. he was into you know general health ayurveda and all that kind of stuff now he also had written a book called charaka samhita um which provides a comprehensive overview of ayurvedic system of medicine it was written in sanskrit if i am not wrong hmm. um which also served as a you know textbook for medicinal studies in those days he also lived during the he lived in second century bc so that is like i think 4 3 400 years after uh, sushruta okay yeah 
so maybe when he was studying in school he might have learned sushruta's textbooks also i don't know i mean just you never know you never just know. trying to imagine you know how it used to be now moving on from medicine maybe we might come back to medicine again i i have not uh, written down these names in any particular order it's just that you know trying to find few prominent people and all um one of the names you cannot escape uh, when you think about astronomy and mathematics is uh, aryabhatta and i think india named uh, the first satellite in his honor yes was it was it first satellite yeah, yeah yeah it was a first satellite it was a first satellite so he was an ancient mathematician and astronomer uh, lived during 5th century it's ad so hmm. it's like about 1000 years after sushruta okay i'm just keeping him as a uh, anchor point milestone <laughs> yeah. yes so that you have a understanding of the time pass- passage between these scientists right um and when i was growing up i've heard different accounts of where he was actually born but the most widespread uh, accepted theory is that he was in patliputra mm. which is present day patna right uh, i think there was a university and all there i heard some um, some claim saying that he was from kasaragod and all that from kerala kasar yeah yeah kasaragod in kerala but i'm not sure but anyway he was in uh, it's generally accepted that he was from patliputra he said to be the one who founded zero two right but uh, there is yeah. are these just claims see i i, I sure. feel see zero might be something that was passed over from generations and um you know nobody really knows who invented it or maybe it might be him i think there is no written record about these things because these are like 1500 years ago so we cannot be really sure about that but the thing is even then uh, indians knew that earth was round oh and, yeah uh, because we, uh, the study of uh, earth was called bhugola shastra which means golam means round. round so i think those days people knew that it was bhugola and we also knew that we, we were uh, revolving around the sun yes, right and it's yes. on the other way around they also knew that moon was revolving around us um and i think um, aryabhatta also had made, made some calculations as to the diameter radius and distance of moon if i'm not wrong this wow. don't I, i think i'm not i'm little rusty on this but he has done one of these things um and he is also very popularly known for uh, approximating the value of pi yeah yeah, yeah. uh 3.1416 i think i just know three, uh, i just know 3.14 or like 22 yeah, ways it was 3.1416 was his approximation which seems to be more accurate or something like that so yeah he has done some contribution there as well um personal life not much information on that on his but it said that he was associated with the university of nalanda i think yeah, that yeah. is the university which was yeah. there in patliputra um yeah so he also wrote a book aryabhatiya uh, it was mostly astronomical and mathematical mathematical text that provides comprehensive overview of his ideas and discoveries why are the scientists so fascinated about naming their books after themselves that's what i'm wondering now <laughs> well, <laughs> doesn't it sound a little weird maybe I after think, centuries they just want to make sure that they remember they are remembered through their books probably yeah that's i why. think and um, yeah we really don't know who might have named the books also right um, ah true so yeah that's that's pretty much it we don't know much about the history but then um, generally it is best to call those books by their names Yeah yeah it's easy to you know uh, yeah yeah remember remember um 
then if we come a little further uh, we talk about madhava of sangama grama okay now uh, here there is no dispute he was from kerala oh uh, he was a 14th century mathematician and an astronomer and um, he is also the founder of kerala school of mathematics and astronomy which was there at that time and most Uh, prominent works of his was in the field of infinite series uh, and this might be surprising for some people he was he is also considered to be one of the earliest inventors of calculus and has made significant contributions in trigonometry uh, I, i on one side i'm pri- proud okay but on the other side i'm i, I i'm really starting to hate him <laughs> but yeah this is such yeah. a proud thing as a malayali to know that you know but how come i have never but, heard of him but right? the funny thing is we say that malayali but he was not probably not speaking malayalam at that oh time. yeah yeah that's also right. true uh, he would have been speaking only some different form of tamil at that time because kerala you, malayalam came what 500 years ago that's something i mean that's going to be controversial but yeah that's the truth uh, so he is uh, co- uh, you know in one of the i think one of the uh, theories i think his name is associated with leibniz so he gets credit for that hmm. uh, and a lot of his work has happened on trigonometry and all that at in 14th century wow. so that's really uh, awesome um then if we move forward um i'm going to jump few centuries here and there so it's not going to be as i said it's not going to be chronological or anything um we talk about shrinivas ramanujan so of course he i think mean, i think many people know him that hmm. movie or something came in recently he was a mathematical genius um significant i i think i don't understand his contributions because i am not at a level to really understand his his studies right like in <laughs> in uh malayalam they call people buji right yeah, buddhi jeevi exactly these uh, people like ramanujam are on the highest spectrums of uh, buddhi jeevi exactly so yeah and the thing is he died when he was only 32 yeah, he was pretty young yeah. and i think um, there was this professor hardy in london yeah yeah he was pretty uh, stunned by the work that this student has done i mean and he didn't have any formal great training in mathematics not really he didn't yeah. have any uh, formal education exactly in so that is very surprising yeah. and i always wonder if he had lived live maybe another 50 years what would have happened maybe his purpose was just to Could i don't be. know maybe yeah. that's the thing yeah um so moving on um you have you heard of uh, baba atomic research center yeah yeah who is it named after homi j baba yes so he was a nuclear physicist um he made lot of important contributions in the field of nuclear physics including the um, development of a theory in cosmic rays um, studying the behavior of electrons and matter and the development of india's nuclear program he has also worked with einstein if i remember correctly um, was it him or someone else and the hicks boson that, that boson is, that is jc bos jc bos i'm sorry no yeah, sorry now this is where i have got confused many times in my life there are two uh, scientists who were who had surname bos one is satyendranath bos who is associated with boson particle okay okay and then we have jc bos okay we we'll oh, i got it totally right then yeah we'll come my bad my bad yeah, yeah. so uh, homi baba again uh, he also is a 
big contributing factor to india's nuclear program as well both in you know uh, the weapons and the energy, energy yeah. part as well hmm. that is why that research center is called baba atomic research center um he was also instrumental in india's satellite development program as hmm. well um talking about satellites one of the name that inevitably comes in is uh, vikram, vikram sarabhai yes. right um he was a master of physics and astronomy um he he is the one he is the father of indian space program right? yes and, and I, i don't think uh, there is anything more to be said about it he was also the bo- uh, boss of uh, mr apj <laughs> abdul kalam <laughs> yeah i don't i don't think there is anything more we need to say yeah, yeah. he is you know he is who he is um so um, now coming to satyan satyendranath bose um, hmm. who after whom that boson particle hmm. is named right um he is he was also an indian physicist uh, he was mostly his area of expertise was theoretical physics uh, quantum mechanics and statistical mechanics I, i still don't understand quantum mechanics but he was studying it like you know 100 years ago or something um so his he is best known for his work on bose einstein statistics uh, so he, he is, is the, the one yes. who worked uh, which kind of d- uh, describes the behavior of particles in a system and his collaboration with albert einstein on the development of bose einstein condensation okay and there is this uh, type of subatomic uh, subatomical particle which is called a boson so mm. you might have heard of B- higgs boson Which large is, hadron collider and all yeah that. i didn't know about that you know this large hadron collider in the 2000s there was a big deal uh, to, you know people talking about this higgs boson thing but i never knew that an indian had <laughs> something to do with that yeah, exactly. but now i exactly. feel see boson sounds proud, like a proud. cool name for a particle right? yeah yeah boson higgs uh, higgs okay boson you yeah, wouldn't Ooh. have expected it to have come from bose yeah so, you know that's great um Okay then moving on talking about Bose I'll come to the next Bose his name was Jagdish Chandra Bose you might have heard about him I think he was there in one of our uh, lower classes we studied about him so he is a multifaceted personality he was a physicist biologist botanist and archaeologist so i mean <laughs> this is like incredible is there right? anything that this guy doesn't do right <laughs> i don't know might have done stand up comedy also if given a, a choice uh he made lo- uh, important contribution in science and technology you know late 19th and early 20th centuries uh he is also considered one of the pioneers of radio science um and he has also done some work in the field of electromagnetic behavior of plants um and the discovery of phenomenon of radio waves so he has his work was like uh, part of it was botany plus electromagnetism and all that kind of stuff how does but he was that a genius merge right botany yeah. and okay yeah so going back a little bit in time we'll talk about varaha mehra who lived um, around 6th century ad he was also a very prolific astronomer and mathematician uh, born in the city of ujjain which is in madhya pradesh now uh, he is known for his work in astronomy and uh, he is also written a book which is not his name okay finally <laughs> panchasiddhantika um it's it's about astronomical systems and everything um and he this is like a um collaborative work he has included um, you know ideas from other indian astronomers and greek astronomers as well 
So, how does the knowledge transfer happen between Greece and India during that time or something? Yeah. That is something maybe for another episode. Yeah. <laughs> so in 7th century we had another uh, important pers- uh, person called Brahma Gupta who also contributed to astronomy and mathematics mathematics. Uh, born in the city of Binmal which was in Rajasthan. So he is also known for uh, a compilation of his work um which is a little difficult to pronounce and I don't want to ruin it but it, we can you can find it in the show notes. Um so um I think we are very quickly we have come to the end of the list but before we move on uh just one more name couple more names um one is Hargobind Khurana he was uh, a biologist and biochemist um he was an indian american uh, indian american and uh, he also made significant contributions in the genetics like okay. um his work on the structure of structure and function of rna and discovery of rna in protein synthesis and all that kind of work um he, like his work has a lot of implications in the field of biology and i think um cannot wrap up the list without mentioning dr apj abdul kalam who you, who is role model for a lot of people i am yet to come in, come across a person who really doesn't like him seriously i don't right? think there is anyone he is he is disputedly the one person whom everybody likes right and he was called the missile man of india yes yes of course for good reasons yeah. he was behind all the um but uh, you know what one more thing is there um compared to everyone else he he's such a ro- low profile person right Very humble and person. if he had not become the president of india president of india from two, 2002 to 7 i'm pretty sure nobody would have known about <laughs> yeah. him yeah maybe uh, in passing would have would have heard about his yeah. name but i think his personality really came out uh, and people started showing interest in him after he became the president and um, um yeah as i said he's a very likable figure um unbelievable you know skills and stuff like that and really a person you can look up and say that he he is a proper scientist he was a statesman everything right he is a and talented he person. has also written a book which i don't even think we should be naming it because everybody yeah. knows it yes so so that is the list that i had i mean uh, definitely we were we were not able to include everybody and there are so many names that have not been recognized that have not been published think about it um india is one of the nations effectively launching satellites into space for other countries as well we don't get to hear the names of people who actually work on them so there are so many people who are working behind the scenes um you know just doing their jobs and not getting recognized so this episode i want to you know pay a tribute to all of them everybody who is involved in science in any field um to the people that we might have missed uh, it's not intentional just that um there's so many right and uh, yeah at the end of the day when we live our life it's best to think that you know who is contributing to all the science that makes our lives easier yeah probably if you feel that we have missed out someone maybe next year we'll include them yes let's see anyway so for this uh, science day this is uh, this is a special episode Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in the next regularly scheduled episode soon.